Hey, Olivia. Hey, Morgan. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Oh my gosh, I'm living the dream. I've been watching more Glee since we last spoke. Incredible. And um, I can't get enough to the point where my TikTok has now become like Glee centered. <laughs> Mine has too because of the ones that you send me. I get so many like Will Schuster is a criminal. He's a war criminal. He's a war criminal, he is. There was like one TikTok of him dancing and singing like Busta Move to a bunch of teenagers. Uh. And you showed me the one like someone broke it down where like he grabbed a child's face and some, yeah, like, and said wish something about sex like her. Yeah, wish I could sex her. Uh, and uh. so someone posted that video of just him dancing and singing that, and it got flagged and taken down for child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing with him is that there's something that irks me a lot about Will Schuster, and it's the fact that I feel like I know him. And maybe it's from <sighs> growing up and, like, having Glee be around when I was, like, a tween slash teenager. Mm-hmm. But also, I just think he just, like, gives me vibes of people I know. I agree. I think it's got the vibes of, like, that's something that you see in your theater program as well as, like, me and my English program. Like, just, like, being so far up your own asshole that, Absolutely. like, you're lost. You know, like, that's, like, I think that's him. Like, he's just so, like, he thinks so highly of himself for literally no reason. And, he's and terrible. in that way, he's actually a very believable character as, like, a horrible white man who mm. ruins people's lives. But I don't think that's what Glee was intending when they when they wrote his character. They wanted no. him to be likable. They wanted him to be, like, the cool teacher, Ugh. which is crazy. And, like, I I mean, we had this conversation last week, but, like, they tried so hard to make all these characters likable that none of them are. I know. It's, Period. It's shocking. It's truly shocking to watch Glee. Ugh. I kind of stand Terry. Like, do you remember in season one he had his wife? I have no idea who Terry so is. So t- Terry is Will Schuster's first wife. Who right. faked a pregnancy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she worked at, like, Bed Bath & Beyond. I kind okay, of I do. I actually her. do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the audacity. And the same reason, that's the same reason I stand Kurt. Because of the audacity of what he does. That's true. They're, like, very problematic, but you can relate in a way that I cannot relate. I can't relate to Will Schuster. In any way. No, no. Because, like, I don't have that, like, moral superiority complex. Like, if I did, we would not be hosting this co- this podcast. <laughs> it's more like they're so shady and such terrible people. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a post um, recently on our Instagram. We, like, we asked um, everyone for their, like, holiday-ish questions, their Christmassy questions, Hanukkah, like, we, we come through, we pull through for everyone, um, because we are taking, uh, this is our season finale. Mm-hmm, we're taking a little bit of a holiday hiatus, um, but we'll be back in the new year. Yes, Olivia's going to have a lavish vacation to Halifax mm-hmm. for Christmas, it's gonna be lovely. I'm so excited. And I am gonna hang out with my dog and um my in my basement and try not to go out too much. So we're both having great Christmases. Except I won't be I'm going saying. out much either. We're quarantining for two weeks and they just shut down all the restaurants because Nova Scotia got thirty seven more cases, which seems really <gasps> small to us, but that's huge to them. So restaurants uh, are closed. They closed it at thirty seven new cases. Yeah good for that i know holy shit it's amazing yeah so you're like you're gonna be so much safer so you're just gonna hang out like are you quarantining at like their house or at in a the hotel? cottage 
Pardon? At the cottage. At the cottage. Okay, yeah. that's so nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we're going to, obviously, you're going to enjoy your vacation. So this is our last time we're going to talk to you guys before Christmas is over. And Olivia and I both are big fans of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make a holiday episode before Christmas passed. Before the ghost of Christmas passed. For- <laughs> kill fuck mary okay okay uh christmas past present and future Mm. okay honestly fuck christmas past because i like the flashbacks um isn't christmas past like a big fat guy like he's like kind of a bear yeah 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 Yeah. i like like, christmas future's like death himself so maybe like mary (laughs) (laughs) kill the christmas present i agree kill the present like if 2020 and like its ghost is gonna visit me kill him absolutely and yeah fuck christmas past because he's a bear and he's a daddy Mm -hmm. and then marry death himself that sounds amazing you may become (laughs) like a like a death queen he's my king oh man um speaking of christmas which i feel like you might have beef with me about um, I have never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas in its entirety. I do have beef about that, but I also don't want to express that I have beef about it because then I'll become <laughs> one of those people who's, like, obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. It's really good. It's <sighs> good. Except I, I read something the other day about, like, one of the people on board had an issue with Tim Burton's character. You know the, like, um, the boogeyman? Yeah. So the issue with his character was that he very much resembled a clan member. Oh, and that yeah, yeah, the yeah, boogeyman is like kind of has like racial like the name is kind of racially like motivated like it's sort of a racial slur so that was okay. kind of an issue and one person on the it. team like tried to get them to stop doing it and they went through with it so like that's oh. everything is problematic but like that was kind of problematic for me but also like the music is really slapping so well you know yeah that's it all works out i i recently like you know i'm a barbie stan Mm -hmm. i love barbies um you can see them like behind me as we record in the zoom i like collect them and i was a really big fan as a kid and we had really iconic games based on barbies so i like stan barbie and barbies in like their renaissance since like 2016 of like their feminist like awakening where they're like very like they create all these dolls with like disabilities and like different skin tones and like they have like a bald barbie and they have a barbie with like a prosthetic leg all this stuff is leading up to the fact that swan lake the barbie movie is extremely anti-semitic yeah i saw that tiktok (laughs) i was like no like i was but the thing is the the thing is and i've been watching those tiktoks too and i really like them it's made me realize that every single kids movie the villains are all like part of okay so like because the stories are based on like a lot of the times traditional european folklore mm-hmm. they're they all have anti-semitic roots in there like it's mm-hmm. just ugh. there's always something bad about the villains that are like oh he's a little too like stereotypically asian or like something like that like his nose is a little big and he's yeah. power hungry it's like he like ugh. really wants money and you're like oh no no like, it's so bad. So it's not like J.K. Rowling obvious about like the the goblins with the big noses control all the money. <laughs> so she bad. really got away with that. Like she really got away uh. with that. 
But it is pretty bad. Um, and I'm such a Barbie stan. And I was so upset to see that. Because I probably watched, like, Barbie Swan Lake when I was, like, I had to be, like, eight. So the, I would like, be like, that's Jewish looking. <laughs> the, like, the movies are, like, really iconic. But, like, they definitely came in a time where everything was kind of problematic. And the fact, the reason why those Barbie movies are iconic is because they're, like, low-key bad. Yeah, Maybe I'm gonna, I don't want to get canceled for saying that. But, yeah, it's they're really low budget. They're, like, but like they, like, hired someone who got fired from Disney to make them. Like, that's <laughs> what it looks like. I'm just like you. You're, You're just, just like, like me. me. That, like, song. So I had good. the doll with that sang that song. And they had, like, a brunette who was just as cool as Barbie. Wow. And I remember being like, that is me. That, <laughs> that is me. Um, so yeah, I learned that. But anyway, Christmas movies, where did we, how did we get here? We're talking about our Christmas special, which is this. Um, yes. And that we want to have some Christmas themed questions for you or holiday themed questions, I guess. Um, yes. They're kind of all over the place. Should we start? We have, yeah. we have four this time around, so we kind of want to get them all in and pack there. them into our episode time. Which yeah, is, we don't want to ramble the whole Yeah, we want to give you as much content as possible this week. Right on. We have some really spicy, like some really juicy-ass questions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start? Sure, I'll read the first one. Right on. Hey guys, my whole family is getting together in person for Christmas this year. I live in Toronto and we are on major lockdown throughout the city. My parents think it's perfectly reasonable for our whole extended family to get together, sans masks, for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. They made fun of me when I expressed concern and told me that everything will be fine. I don't think my boyfriend and I will be going. How do I tell my mom? That's a really hard one. Um, I want to hear your opinion on this because I know that we've talked about this, but like, I'm, I'm more angry than you are yeah so i want well, to hear your opinion i i also you know like this person i live in toronto um my family lives outside of toronto um so they're not in lockdown right now however um all of the regions around the gta are going into lockdown or going into higher like H- H- hamilton just went to red zone right i believe so yeah so i mean use i think that at this point my advice because I think a lot of people are dealing with this and on one hand it's frustrating because you want to see family but for a lot of people like Christmas is a stressful time anyway this is added stress and like you know if it, if it's it's a if you don't feel comfortable with it that's a good enough reason to say I don't want to go but a lot of people won't listen to that I think bringing in the facts and saying like these are the rules this is where I am these were the rules ages ago nobody followed the rules and that's why we're here now and so I think that that's the best you can do but it's so frustrating no you're absolutely right like we kind of did the same kind of thing for thanksgiving where we had to tell our family like hey like we're just not doing it and it's just what the fucking um what the people like the cdc are saying yeah like dougie ford told me so so i'm gonna gonna do it (laughs) if you did everything doug ford told you to you'd be in a worse position than that (laughs) Oh, no. So I opened a small business because Dougie Ford told me to. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, that's... I had the same kind of thing with some family members on Thanksgiving. And, like, it sucks because I feel like you're going to get roasted either way. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go, what are you going to do? Like, stay six feet apart from them and wear a mask and not eat with them? Yeah. You're going to get roasted for that, too. It's not practical. It's not practical. And, honestly, like, I know it's hard. You're not going to say this to them, but you should, like, have in mind, like... It's really shitty of them to put you in that position. Absolutely. 
regardless like i think it's really shitty for people to be like oh you're an asshole because you won't come to my like multiple person party during this time well i also think that like first of all you know point blank saying no to things like that should be normalized and i think that Mm -hmm. families have the ability more than like friends or or anyone else to put pressure on you when you say you don't want to do something you shouldn't really need to have an excuse um it's it's like out of courtesy that you have an excuse but you don't actually need one but in this case like the proof is in the pudding like it's a no one should be judging you for that but i also i understand that a lot of people are extra sensitive right now because some people have a harder time staying away from family than others and Mm -hmm. it's hard after a really long period of not seeing anyone to you know you're looking forward to christmas a lot of people are like looking Mm -hmm. forward to christmas more than others and a lot of Mm -hmm. people this year have just accepted like you know it's it's not going to happen or it's going to happen somewhere different or we're going to have to change our plans or we're not all going to be together, whatever, whatever. And like I was mm-hmm. talking to my parents the other day and they were like, as long as you're, you know, surrounded by love, that's all we care about. And I was like, well, that is wholesome to hear. That's a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. That is a, like that is a great catchphrase for this whole thing. Yeah. Like as long as you're with someone who loves you, like on Christmas and even if you live alone, like if you are over Zoom and you are participating in a conversation or around someone that way who loves you like that's what matters and that's such a great way I'm gonna like keep that in my little repertoire I love that Mm -hmm. um and and I mean that's something like Christmas for years like Christmas ain't nothing to fuck with like Christmas is one of those things that like people don't fucking budge on and I don't even think that it it's like it's like people have blinders on when it comes to Christmas Mm -hmm. they don't even consider it under the scope of the pandemic they're just like it's Christmas and that's all that matters right and people Mm want to like hang out and like kiss on the mouth and shit I don't know what they do at Christmas but like that's (laughs) like that's what people want to do and it's just like people don't even consider I think it's like a completely like opposing things like the pandemic and Christmas itself for some people definitely Um, I also like they don't even consider Christmas as like a party they consider it like Christmas and also, when you think about the fact that the pandem- pandemic has been happening long enough that Christmas isn't the only thing that's been affected. It's the biggest thing for people who celebrate Christmas. But there are a lot of other cultures and religions who have had their, you know, big yearly celebrations, like, fucked with. And, yeah, you know, it sucks. But I think you kind of just have to suck it up this year. And, like, in order for there to be a better Christmas next year, you have to kind of just move on, you know, and do the best yeah. that you can. Unless you're, you know, planning on quarantining together for two weeks or doing whatever is necessary in your province and i think the the thing that's tricky about ontario right now is that it's not like there's not a lot of um like solidarity between different cities in ontario and i think Mm. that makes it difficult because if you're living in toronto or any of the regions that are in full lockdown you're totally screwed in terms of you know you know if you like in this case say your family's in a small town that's not locked down you could do that but then you're also the guy that comes from toronto into a small place and you're the one that's the issue like you're the problem according to the government but if they just did a full like province-wide lockdown things like this would be avoided you know absolutely that's a great point too like there's a major issue with people not um taking it seriously even from city to city and like uh, that's so frustrating because I work for a company right now where half of our stores are closed and half are open. So we're like trying to figure out um, 
what rules we're like putting in place for the ones that are open when realistically like i work at a sex store like it's not essential Mm -hmm. um but for the name of money we're obviously staying open so it's like we're trying to figure out which is the best route when realistically we should all just be staying home um and you know i'm hesitant to go out you know, even to my own Walmart or, like, to pick up things that I would need because I don't know who's coming through from Mississauga, who's coming through from the Peel region. Well, exactly. And, like, on Hamilton. that note, with, with, like, Walmarts and things like that, because the small businesses are shut down, and I don't know what it's like in Hamilton right now, but I imagine if you're in red zone, a lot of them are closed anyway, like, just whether or not they have to be. But in Toronto, at least, all of the small businesses are closed down, leaving only the big box stores, which means that those places get even more flooded than they already were. Mm-hmm. And the small businesses suffer. So, like, it's tricky. This year, I'm looking online. I'm looking at smaller businesses, you know, to try to support things that can be supported. But it's also really mm-hmm. hard when you know you can't go to those places physically and people are in a crunch for money and it's 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 really hard it's really tough and you know like we're trying to we're trying to keep like with my business it's not necessarily a small business but it's ontario based Mm -hmm. so there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of like other parts of the country kind of like bringing in revenue it's just Mm -hmm. us especially if like our we're a sex store like our church street toronto store is closed like how much money we fucking make that's like the big one yeah so it's like on the backs of like these tiny stores in like burlington and like hamilton downtown where people are like hey like can we you need to like pull it for the rest of the funk company like where i'm like people aren't even coming shopping which is smart and people are spending like there's nights where george was in working and he made i think it was like 56 dollars for the whole oh my god oh my god like people are not spending so like at the end of the day like if i'll if the fuckers that come into my store are like maybe i should stay home your mom needs to stay home as well like there's yeah if people if like people who are just like don't wear a mask and are awful anyway are like "Mm, maybe i should take it seriously we maybe shouldn't be having christmas right now Mm -hmm, exactly and like with my family it's been very unpredictable because you can't make plans in advance and that's the hard thing and so much of Mm. christmas revolves around planning and if it's like if you can't even if you're following the rules and you don't know if by christmas you'll be allowed to go visit people assume that you can't because things have gotten worse before they get better lately so just look at the Mm -hmm. evidence and right now like we have almost a year's we have over no almost exactly a year's worth of evidence about this virus when people say that it's so funny but about this virus like (laughs) we know what to expect and it is not good right now yeah no things are crazy still and you know what you need to do like um the same thing happened with thanksgiving we had to like put our foot down for a side of the family we had to be like hey like we're not coming Mm -hmm. like sorry and what you have to do i think we've talked about this on this podcast is like don't get into the weeds don't like roll around in the in the dirt with like anyone who wants to fight about masks and shit just literally be like this is what they're saying to be the healthiest and i care about you and i care about me so i'm i'm gonna stay home and ultimately like you not going to a big party right now is an act of love absolutely and you know they'll forgive you and if they don't then they're they're the asshole you know 
Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that anyone who's, like, reasonable and and has proper boundaries with their child, because there are, like, speaking of fucking TikToks, like, there has been a lot of TikToks coming my way about, like, setting boundaries with people in your life. Mm. And part of what I'm, like, learning is just, like, you have to set boundaries that are healthy and work for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, like, if people are going to lash out because of that, nine times out of ten, they do relax. They're just, like, a lot of people aren't used to having boundaries set, especially around Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, no, that's a good point. So, like, like the verdict on this one, you just stand your ground, but don't get into yeah. the weeds about it. Just state the facts as much as you can, because yeah. people can't really argue with the facts. And if they do, like, make it clear that you've made your choice. You're not going to change your mind. Yeah. And I do think that they will genuinely get over it. They just need, like, a little bit of time mm-hmm. to, like, be huffy about it. And then they're going to ultimately be like, well, we want to have them, so let's do, like, fucking Zoom or some shit. And, and the be, best like, thing about fine. being social distanced in a, in a different city is that, like, you can turn off the Zoom call if they're being rude. You're <laughs> away from, like, if, if, it's, if you're actually worried about their reactions and you're worried they're going to be difficult, then, like the distance between you shares you stress or it is like spares you distress the distance like you're so right like you know if someone like starts yelling at you about like black lives matter at a normal christmas you have to be like all right you're racist i'm gonna leave mm-hmm. um but yelling about black lives matter in the bad way we're pro black lives matter of um, course but, <laughs> like sorry i, I don't want to be like i hate when my cousin tells me that black people deserve rights like i'm, I'm on the right <laughs> side i'm on the, i promise but uh you know you're allowed to like with if cousins and shit are like being super racist um on on most christmases you have to like in order to leave you have to kind of make a scene and you have to like mm-hmm. get your coat and like leave and you're like where's my gifts i'm taking them with me but like with, with this one you can just hang up and be done with this like yeah. with your family whenever you want it's beautiful who's ever heard of that who's ever heard of that it's kind of a you blessing. know i could use that many times yeah so shall we move to our next question yeah, 100%. Nice. I will pull it up right now. I have a sister who totally cheaps out on Christmas gifts every year. My family likes to be very generous to each other, but my sister never spends more than $20 on us. Is being annoyed materialistic of me? Should I match the amount she spends and not put as much effort into her gift? P.S. She makes more than enough money to buy us gifts. Mm. So... This is gonna, might be surprising because I'm a bit of a commie, but, like, fuck your sister. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I think that, like, you should, I think that there's a difference between, like, being, like, fiscally responsible with your gifts, I don't have a lot of money this year, whatever, and, and being just cheap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and I think it, it, it comes back to, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> because, yeah. like... I don't know people you don't have to actually spend a lot of money and I come from a big family so I know this like you don't actually have to spend a lot of money to have thoughtful gifts it just takes Mm -hmm. thought which is work you know and so for example like I imagine if you have like full disposable income you don't have to put a lot of thought into gifts because you think of the first thing somebody wants and you're like great I'll order it for them you know and even then you might still be shitty at getting gifts but like when you don't have a lot of money to spend you have to put a little bit of extra thought in so you have more factors to consider mm-hmm. and you know whether or not that's income that you actually have like because it's everybody's discretion how much they actually want to spend on people even if they do make a lot of money that's annoying that they wouldn't want to 
be a bit more generous but also like what are you gonna do that's their choice that's fair but the fact that they're not like thoughtful gifts which i gather from this yeah this question is that's the frustrating part for me yeah absolutely like i think there's a major difference like you the thought that counts is like perfectly said because i think there's a major difference between being like okay i don't have like i want to spend not a ton of money for whatever reason because you never know people's financial situations even if you're close to them um there's a difference between spending $22 on an American Eagle or, like, a, like, like, I don't know, what's a popular fucking, st- like, a Forever 21, like, Clarence sweater and spending $21 on, like, a cross-stitch kit and, like, stitching them, like, flowers or something. Yeah, that's It's a good the point. same amount of money, but you're, like, just a dick if you're, like, I'm gonna go on clearance and get you some, like, random bullshit. Exactly, yeah, it's... And and this it's works the other way too. Like someone could spend a lot of money on like I don't know, something really expensive that I don't want. I can't really think of anything like that right now. Someone like, buys you like someone buys you like a seventy dollar charmed aroma with like a ring that doesn't fit inside. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I don't need that. You could have spent seven dollars and got me like a regular bath bomb and I'd be thrilled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in oh, my 100%. favorite scent or something. Like, I don't know. I think that people are weird about gift giving because some people aren't inherently as good at it. Um, yeah. And absolutely. I think we're both people who like enjoy giving thoughtful gifts. But for some people, it is hard. I know there are always those like people in your family, and you're like, I have no idea what to get you. Uh, so yeah. you have to work yeah. harder. And it just is, it's like, it's just work. It's just work. And I know that that's like annoying, but it is, you have to put effort in. Absolutely. And I really, really do think that there's a difference between like being frugal and looking for that deal. Cause like my mom and I, like we go, we like scavenge like outlets and like go to fossil outlets and you get like 60% mm. off on like a nice leather bag. Oh, I love fossil. Or like you go to like Marshall's and get like my mom found a coat at like Marshall's for my grandmother last year that was like 400 down to like 120. And yes. she was like so thrilled. Those are the deals um, we want to see. And that kind of thing is so, it's awesome. And I even like if I get a really good deal on someone's gift, I'll be like, you won't fucking believe what I got for this. Yeah, because it's, it's an like, exciting part of it. It's so fun. But it, it, it's when you can tell when someone's being cheap and then they don't think about you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like a good gift giver's guide is like get people things that are like that like a middle-aged woman would really like if like you don't if you don't know what to get some something like if the if you don't know what to get for someone like a really nice like artisanal candle or like Mm -hmm. some like bath products that are not in those like little boxes at walmart those are things those are so bad (laughs) um you know yeah like like the 13 year old's kit that just comes with deodorant like that's what i want oh my god how much of like nudge is that to get your child like just three things of deodorant for christmas so i went i'm gonna like plug this for a second um i was on instagram and people are sharing um this website called not-amazon.ca i don't know if you've seen that um but someone compiled a list of um like basically it's a google doc so you you type that in and then you get redirected to a Google Doc, and it has, conveniently for me, it has a Toronto um, Doc and a Halifax Doc. And it's organized oh, nice. everything by small businesses in different um, departments. So, like, there are department stores, there are arts, there's stationery, there's, like, oh, nice. food, whatever oh. you can imagine for gifts. And it's all uh, available to order online um, or, or pick up nearby. 
So I was looking at that and I don't remember the point of what I was going to say right now. What did you just say before this? That <laughs> We're talking about like getting people nice gifts that aren't expensive, like artisanal candles that oh, yes. a middle-aged woman no, would like. The deodorant thing. That's what I was coming right, to say. Deodorant. So right, deodorant. So I was right, looking right. at eco-friendly gifts because I hope that my family doesn't listen to this, but um, I thought of like an extra <laughs> little gift for my parents, but they're really into like more ethical shopping. So they don't use the nice. plastic bags at the grocery store. So I was thinking I could get them some little mesh bags for the things that you can't, like if you're getting a bunch of Brussels sprouts and you want to oh, pick them up, yeah. you Those can't just put so them in. Good. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing that, but in the like eco-friendly section, there there was a bunch of like eco-friendly deodorant and I was like I would be like kind of weird you know, okay actually you know what I would like <laughs> I would actually like that gift but I am one in a very small percentage of people who would be thrilled to get deodorant as a gift because I, have, I also yeah. know that you look dumb getting that person deodorant unless they're like you really have to smelly. like be a hundred percent sure that that person won't take it as you being a dick yeah I don't, I don't even think I know hard. anybody who I could get the deodorant for because if you buy like a four dollar thing of deodorant from shoppers terrible gift if you're buying them like high end like those fancy you know those like ads with the ladies and it's called like nude or something and they're like yeah it's like the like cream if you're getting that like okay but still I weird I had a friend in high school whose mother was adamantly against adamantly Morgan against um natural deodorant Why? because she had a really annoying lady at her work who used it and like was like in everybody's faces about it all the time and she said that the same lady always got sick like at least once a month and she's like I <laughs> she like thought it was because what? of the natural deodorant so and like wouldn't use it. I used to like, ex when I was in theater school, I used to exclusively use Old Spice because I was right running on. around all day and I don't like the smell of women's deodorants. I think it smells gross and you start associating the smell with sweat in a way that I don't with men's fair, deodorant. Fair. So I used to use like an Old Spice sport one. It was very nice. It made me smell all like minty. I really enjoyed it. That's but nice. then I decided when I was walking Kensington Market, um, a little while ago I was like I'm gonna get myself a natural deodorant so that I can feel better about myself like one of those purchases where you're like I'm gonna get an eco-friendly thing so that I feel better about myself for like a week so I got yeah, it yeah, yeah. Um, except the thing is the packaging is identical to like a regular deodorant so in that case it's like exactly the same um, I the, the ingredients are definitely natural and the issue okay. and this shit smells incredible I'm gonna pull it up right now so I can tell you the scent because it's amazing Oh, does so it actually does work in everything. Like it's not no, no, no. Um, the point of the story is it's it's rose and rose geranium and jasmine. It smells, it Ooh. smells like, like I could smell it all day. Like it smells beautiful. But you put it on and then like four hours later you're sweating and you smell bad. So uh, yeah, I need <laughs> so that extra strength shit. Like I have the deodorant. Like my father is a steel worker. And a man. And I have his B.O. You need the Old Spice. So I'm bad. telling you right now. The Old Spice sticks. I was just talking about this the other day. Like, the Old Spice gel sticks are the way to go. And Old Spice, uh. the thing, Old Spice has a lot of scents that are very feminine, which I don't personally like, but they have the ones that are like Fiji Mountain and like okay. Dewdrop City and shit. Like, you, <laughs> they're awesome. I, I highly recommend them. Um, if you're looking for something that doesn't smell like a baby's asshole, because that's what women's deodorant <laughs> smells like to me. Um, I get really turned off by, like, the wolves on the packaging. Don't get the wolf ones. Like a that's wolf? a specific, no, that's a specific, um, like... Scent? Scent, yeah. It's I not... had no idea. I thought that was just an overall... No. 
I never bought the wolf one. The wolf is a specific okay. one. No, that's a specific one. Well, now I feel like it's going to go, like, it's going to be me, like, candle shopping next to time I go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you'll be, like, smelling all the old spices. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, there's not a lot to look forward to during quarantine, but I am looking forward I'll to send smelling you, the old spices. I'll send you a picture of the one or, like, the brand that I used to get that I personally really like that I actually copied from my friend Miranda in school because she got it. And I really like the one that she used so i I just bought it and used it for years and most of the women that i went to school with used old spice and then a lot of people i worked with in restaurants also like women also used old spice like it's definitely become like a women's brand women takeover it's so much so that i think it's in their marketing now is it or maybe that's it's a like different how company. dollar shave club does everything yeah it does for many women which dollar by the shave way, club i hope is our first sponsor i'm gonna say <laughs> if we ever get a sponsor i hope it's dollar <laughs> shave club because they always seem so legit like every time i see it it's uh i it seems like a really steady like you know a good like heavy razor yeah i kind of i kind of want to do that i also only buy men's razors anyway so i don't know i uh i mostly use like I use uh, a woman's for my legs, and I use hair removal cream for my cooch and taint. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Oh, my God. You're welcome. So I'm thinking, like, maybe I should try, like, manscaping with a heavy razor. What the hell? No, I I have sensitive skin. I use, like, a, like a Gillette, like a buzzer. Like, I don't even do the whole... That's so classy of you. It's, That's so classy. It's a. It's definitely a game changer. It's a game Did changer. Did you know I didn't realize why it was called a taint until like two weeks ago? Why is it called a taint? Did you do you know why it's called a taint? No, I don't. Cause it taint your asshole and it taint your balls. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, it's not. That's and why. Google it. Google it right now. Yeah, it's it's <gasps> it taint your asshole and it taint your balls. Oh my god! I'm gonna tell everybody that. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna write that on my Christmas cards. It's hilarious. I had no idea. I love so that. So like, if you're like the middle child, you're technically the taint of the family. Because <laughs> you taint the oldest, you taint the youngest. <laughs> Does that mean that one sibling's the asshole and one sibling's the balls? That's actually like yeah. kind of true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Youngest child is the balls because they don't ever give a shit. They're just like kind of vibing. <laughs> Oldest child, probably the asshole. The asshole. Middle child is the taint. <laughs> Interesting. Emma, like my 11, or I keep saying 11, she's 13 now. My 13 year old sister was like, it's called a taint because it taint your asshole and it taint your anus. <laughs> your 13 year old sister told you that? How no, does no. she know? Uh, she repeated it later, but she said it taint your asshole and it taint your anus. Taint your <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> like it's between two anuses. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, oh my god. So this question, I forget what it is. Um, it's the presence. It's the presence. Oh, the it's pres- on okay, your sis- Like honestly, like I feel like I can hear like from the if it's not the fact that she just doesn't spend a lot of money and she's just cheap and she'd be getting you like a tim hortons gift card then you should just like not put that much effort into her the other thing is what i would like to point out about this question is that it's my you know my family likes to be very generous to each other so in the end like yeah be annoyed with your sister but if the rest of your family is generous then like everybody's probably thinking this everybody knows it and like 
she's definitely the black sheep in the situation so it, mm-hmm. you know it's like not worth you can definitely be annoyed feel free to be annoyed but like it's not even worth worrying about because the rest of your fa- she's obviously like did not inherit those genes of being a generous gift giver that sucks and and you know what we give this advice all the time especially with like work related questions find like an ally in your family who you can talk shit about her with <laughs> perfect yeah exactly no it's, it's yeah, true and then be like, can you fucking believe like marianne like she for real did that and you guys can just like talk about it and then give her a tim hortons gift card mm-hmm. i had a certain family member one year i was so mad it was like an ex- extended it was an in-law situation gave me for my christmas present a box of ferrero rochers oh god that they clearly like got from their work oh (laughs) that's so sad that's so sad okay so fuck your sister and yeah give her tim horton's card right back absolutely the end the end so do you want to read the next one yeah so this is a fun one um my birthday is on christmas eve how do i get people to remember my birthday too oh oh you, I have always been jealous of Olivia because she has an August birthday, which is, like, so fun because it's, Except like, winding down the summer. This is not fair to say in this situation because your birthday's so cr- close to Christmas. This is, like, me whining about my, like, this is, like, my white feminist birthday complaint. <laughs> um, so... My birthday is on the August long weekend, which meant every time I tried to throw parties when I was growing up, people were away at their cottages, which really sucked. But oh. other than that, it's great. And I was also really jealous because nobody ever got to decorate my locker at school. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I know. Like, that uh, kind of sucked. But um, not that bad. <laughs> I was I, too, have a birthday near Christmas. And then you have one. I never thought of that, that you have, like, kind of a an off like holiday birthday as well mm-hmm. it's not you really it's do. only a holiday in like ontario or maybe Fair. the rest of canada i don't know so it's not a huge issue and also it's kind of nice to have the august long weekend birthday because my family and i would go to the cottage and when i was in high school but uh, it was annoying when you were trying to throw birthday parties which i just stopped doing for after a long time because i don't like birthday parties but that's fair you used to like you used to um throw like these backyard parties mm-hmm. and i remember one year I I went and it was you were you had your first build a bear that was when build a bears were like a big deal and like I can't even talk about build a bear without like having a heart palpitation because I worked there but you were you had a build a bear and you're like okay I want build a bear clothes for my birthday but you were and you're like I'm not like other girls face so you're like they cannot be pink and and she's you're like they cannot be pink but they have to be for a girl bear. And I'm like, I will never find that. <laughs> and I remember I was like scavenging the Lime Ridge Build-A-Bear for like a, a white or blue Build-A-Bear girl shirt. Oh and I, I don't think I was successful. No, I think you did find one. I actually kind of remember this. Um, but it's funny because pretty much after that, pretty much any year after, after my I hate pink phase, I only wore pink. Like l- every article of clothing I own is the same dusty color of pink. Pink it's is the only amazing. color I wear. Pink is a fantastic I, color. I'm like that Joker clip where he's like, "You think killing people are funny is funny?" And he's like, "Yes." And I'm tired of thinking it's not. I'm tired of thinking that pink's not a great color. Pink is the best color. Period. It is. It period. is the best color. 
with without a doubt it doesn't give you like it's not too much it's mm-hmm. like toned down. You can have like a salmony color of pink. You can have it more fuchsia light pink. And it's basically just like oh. any color of red you can imagine with a little white in it. It's perfect. A hundred percent. It's amazing. And like a part of me sometimes wants, speaking of Christmas, a part of me wants to be like one of those big farmhousey Christmas where I like burlap and shit. And another part of me wants to have one of those big white houses where all of your Christmas decor is pastel pink somehow. Oh god! And like, you have, the... like a complete pink ass Christmas. That like, reminds Dolly me Parton. of like um, the Grinch, like people in in like Whoville. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. Who Whoville is so so feminine. Whoville is like a twink town. Period. <laughs> That's true. Like the lady who like decorates her house all crazy, and she's like, I love her. You know, the one that like wins the award, and she's like boning the mayor. She's like the hot one. Yeah, the hot one. So here's the thing. I speaking of that and speaking of keeping my theme of TikToks going. I saw a TikTok recently where they which made a really good point. The hot lady, who is that played by? Do you know? Oh, is she also the one who's in Chicago? Give me a sec. She might be like a real ass actor, but I was 9, so I didn't know. Um but she is the only one not wearing prosthetics. Oh my god, that's so true. Because I saw it, it was on a TikTok. I'm not taking uh, credit for this joke, but she's the only one who they're like, you know what? You look enough like a who. Yeah, Christine you look Baranski. Enough... Who? Christine Baranski. She's okay. she's in like everything. She's um she's in Mamma Mia. She's in. Oh. Is she in Chicago or is that a different woman? Mm, she's in the Adams Family Values. I'm just she's in like everything. Thing. Chicago. Yeah. So they looked at her because they have like Steve Carell in that movie. Steve Carell. Jim Carrey. No, they have Steve Carell in it too. He's the mayor, is he not? No. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't even care anymore. They have they have names though. They have Jim Carrey. They have other names in it, and then they have like Jeffrey Tambor. Have... Sure. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. They have, like, all these people in it, and they're like, you know what? We need these, like, really crazy prosthetics to make you look super stupid and have, like, a tiny nose and, like, a big, like, Cupid's bow. And they're like, you know what, sweetheart? You're you're good. And they don't give her prosthetics. It's true, because she, I probably because, like, partially they wanted to make her, like, hot, so therefore looking more like a human than a who, but also because she does already have a pointy nose. Her nose be like that already. It, yeah. Like, I, love I would her. like to know if that was, like, actually, if they were gonna, like, if they actually just were gonna do that. They were just gonna be like, you know what? Like, she bitch looks like a who. Like, she's fine. <laughs> probably, like, yeah. They probably just were like, you know what? It's not worth it. You're, exa- you're exactly <laughs> what we need as is. You're, you're a star. Like, I don't know how they went about that. Okay. So um, let's, let's actually, let's answer the question. <laughs> so we got on a tangent. <laughs> so my birthday is on Christmas Eve. How do I get people to remember my birthday too? Um, I feel like you need to like channel Dora Winifred Reed in this one and just like demand attention for your birthday. Yeah, I feel very bad for people like this, especially if they get like joint presents. Like they better be a good present. I know. I'm I'm December twenty first, so I do occasionally get the joint present. It is just far away enough from Christmas that it's not always a problem. Um, I have, like, a beautiful memory one year of grade six. Um, my birthday sometimes would fall on the Friday before Christmas vacation. Mm. So grade six, 
I was going to have my birthday party that night. And I went in, and it was the class Christmas party. So we all ate popcorn out of Ziploc bags and watched Happy Feet. And then we all, um, then I got a good grade on my math test, which was amazing because I'm really bad at math. And we, and then you came over early right after school to help me set up my party. And then the other girls came later. And it was like still to this day the best day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. I remember when we watched Happy Feet. Iconic. Um, So good. So what I would do, because Christmas Eve is... A lot of people do their Christmas celebrations on Christmas Eve. If your family's not the person, the, the people who do that, I would make Christmas Eve about you. And, like, mm-hmm. use the the fact that, like, your family might, I mean, in this case, probably not be together. But if you happen to be living with your family right now, um, you know, make that, yeah, make that day about you. Have a little party. Decide to watch Christmas movies together. Unless you, like, really resent Christmas because your birthday's so cr- close to Christmas. Um, then don't do that. But... <laughs> I don't know. Make a little party of it. Yeah, I mean, in high school, I remember my last birthday party that I ever had was a Christmas-themed birthday party in, like, grade 12, where, like, I had everyone come over, and you were there, and we just, like, watched movies and, like, played The Sims on, like, the... It was super fun, and I think, like, Alex got me, like, a Juno script I remember the script that he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we read Juno, like, we assigned each other characters, it was very lame, but we did, like, Secret Santa, and we did, like, hot chocolate and shit, so, like, what's worked for me in the past is, like, kind of embrace the Christmas part, and make your party, like, people are more likely to, like, celebrate your birthday if you're, like, something's in it for you, too, we're doing Secret Santa, and we're having hot chocolate, and, like, it's, embrace it. Like, really get into mm-hmm. it, you know? You could say, That's like, my advice. you can open my presents to you on my birthday. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I said it out loud, and I don't like it. You have um, to kind of, like, you kind of have to just it be how it do in that situation. People aren't going to say no to cake, though. If you in your house have cake right now, these people are forced to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're quarantining with them right now, there's they have to celebrate your birthday. It's Christmas Eve, and there's going to be cake. Yeah, yeah. Any other year, though, I love that Christmas themed birthday party. I think that that was so fun. I think that's like two. I remember we invited um, one of our older friends, and she pissed me off on the ride there because she was like, Plato's Closet is too mainstream for me now. I don't even shop there anymore. And I'm like, Oh my God. Why are you too good for $2 t shirts, sweetheart? Oh my God. But um, I think there's two ways you can go about it. I think you can either channel like my queen, Dora Winifred Reed, DW, Mm -hmm. and just be like, This is about me. Like, fuck you. We're having something about me and just demand attention. Or you can embrace the Christmas thing and, like, you know, catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Mm hmm. I mean, it sucks either way. You shouldn't have to, like, manipulate people into <laughs> celebrating your birthday. But that's how the Christmas week birthday babies go. Mm-hmm. Or, the end. Or you could say, like, I don't want to celebrate my birthday on my birthday day this year. Let's do it earlier. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people do that anyway for a variety of reasons. Because, like, their birthday doesn't land on a weekend. Or, you know, in my case, like, people are away. Whatever. Um, so you could also do that it's not ideal because then you have your own but your own birthday is christmas eve so you'll be doing fun things and people will still celebrate so if you Mm. have the celebrations before you're also less likely to get the single present i will also say this this is a controversial hot take of me of me but i think that it's worse to have an early january birthday than it is to have a late december 
Yeah. Because my grandfather's January 4th, and people are tired the fuck out after New Year's. They've done, like, Christmas parties, Christmas Eve parties. Like, they've done the church. They've done the New Year's. They've done it all. And they don't want to, like, fucking celebrate your dumbass birthday. That is a good point. I agree. And also, I feel like the only reason why it might be nice is because obviously the worst time of the year is like early new year's where like nothing fun is happening everybody is poor because they spent all their money on christmas Mm -hmm. and it sucks um so that you you bringing light to that is fun because it's your birthday but as you get older people don't care people don't give a shit dude so at least people are like holly and jolly near your birthday Mm -hmm. and are like happy anyway so those are your two choices either embrace it or fuck fucking demand that you get attention Depending on who you hang out with, you have to make that decision. Okay, let's move on to our last one. This has been... We are on fire today. Mm -hmm. This is so funny. I'm so happy. Um, Okay. Mm. This is a great one because I love talking about retail because I'm working in retail right Mm. now and I am fucking pissed and tired all the time. I work in a small business in a small conservative town. Last year, white people... um, Sorry, last year I got major beef with multiple old white people saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. I'm Jewish and I like to include everybody. Should I start saying happy Hanukkah? How do you deal with the war on Christmas people? Ugh. The war on Christmas people are like the anti-maskers. They're the, if there was like a Venn diagram of both, it'd be one circle. That is so true. It's like, horrendous. <clears throat> you can just say... First of all, you should be able to say whatever you celebrate to anyone. But because our world is largely dominated by, you know, Christian people, which is mm-hmm. annoying. But it's in our politics. It's the reason why people are so frustrated right now about missing Christmas. It's the reason for everything. Yeah. Um, it's the reason we get breaks in school when we do. Like, because of all those things, they're going to get mad if you say happy holidays. They're going to get mad if you say happy Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So like you can't win and it's so frustrating people in these like vast groups that are like that never experience oppression like like i grew up as a christian white woman like people like me (laughs) they like don't understand like what oppression is and sometimes they like end up wanting it Sometimes they're like, yeah. like they look for it. So they're they're like, like, I don't get to participate this is in these oppression. games, these oppression games. Like they don't get it. Yeah. Like Starbucks having like a red cup instead of like a Merry Christmas cup. Um, like do you, they... have, you don't have anything else to be upset about? Uh, absolutely. I think people like to, like to start shit. And do you know what I'm personally offended by actually when it comes to cups? I'll post it on our Instagram story if anyone hasn't seen it. But it's a McDonald's cup. And it came out in, like, 2015, and it says warmest greetings. And there's two mittens that look like this. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, I swear to God, it's, I can't explain it over audio, so I'm going to post it on our Instagram. But I swear to God, it looks like someone's spreading their ass cheeks open. <laughs> I swear to God. That's and incredible. it says warmest greetings in the center mm. where the anus would be. Maybe that was intentional. I hope it's intentional. Because that's kind really of funny. I hope so. It's like, that's... it's like. Fuck your, like, war on Christmas <laughs> shit. Here's okay, speaking of that, you know how I work at, like, fucking a sex store? Um, We have cards. And a lot of them are, like, really misogynistic and really shitty. Like, greeting cards, sorry. We have mm-hmm. greeting cards. And a lot of them are, like, really misogynistic and really shitty. Like, some of them are, like, women. Because 
sometimes you don't want to masturbate. And I'm like, what holiday is that for? But like, we do get cards like that, and they're really what? lame. Women? Yeah, because it's like a picture of women, and it says women. And then you open the card, and it's like, because sometimes you don't want to have to oh, masturbate. I thought the card was directed at women. No, no, no. It's a oh, picture of it. women. And I, it's well, so If you bad. look at that picture, and I'm like, would what you not hell? want to masturbate? <sighs> or are you supposed to pick them out of the little book and make them full size and then have sex with them? What is what is the goal? Like, I don't... The goal is to be like, women are only good for having sex with. That's terrible. Yeah. So I'm like, what holiday is that for? You should get and... everybody those cards <laughs> for Christmas. But there was one that I, I actually feel like I'm just going to buy and send to you for Christmas because we're sending each other gifts this Christmas, obviously, because we can't see each other. And one of them is, um, it says deepest holiday greetings. And then you open it, and it's just someone's, like, exposed gaping asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, what's the joke on that? So I don't what understand. <laughs> what I'm learning is it is the best place to buy greeting cards is the love shop. A hundred percent. Without Because the it's thing is, so I feel like, you know those stores? Like, my boyfriend loves to go to those, those stores that have, like, um, like, funny greeting cards. And they always say something like... Merry Christmas, you're a bitch, or something like that. Like, I don't like just like dumb little things like that, like whatever. But these are better. These are next level. Those things are too tame for me. I read them and I'm like, this isn't funny. This is like vanilla humor. This is like you just said the word fuck on a card that doesn't make you special. I want to see a gaping asshole on my Christmas card, or I don't want it. That's what a Merry Christmas it's is to me. It's so vile. You know, I'm going to put it aside for you later when I work tomorrow. It's so bad. And I don't know where I was walmart uh or no mcdonald's cups people love to like find <laughs> i love that we go from gaping asshole to like white people love to be oppressed um but like people love to find like a reason to like i you know i'm oppressed like there's a war on christmas like christmas is gonna be illegal like that kind of thing <laughs> and it's such a it's such a problem but if you look, if you treat them the way that you treat anti-maskers and you just be like, oh, you're such a sad fucking idiot, it should work out. Yeah. And also, like, what are they saying to you? You know what I mean? Like, if you say happy holidays and they get mad about it, what do they, if they ask for something in return, if they're like, um, you shouldn't say happy holidays. This is, this is a war on Christmas. Be like, okay, happy Hanukkah, bitch. Like... <laughs> why do you have to wish somebody a merry christmas if you don't celebrate christmas like you don't know that they celebrate christmas either and if you assume then you're problematic so how can you tell people walk around just being like well i do so clearly everyone else does and they just expect that no matter what i do remember one time i was in winners buying like a last minute christmas gift and i said happy holidays to the guy and he said happy hanukkah back and I was like, you know what? Happy Hanukkah, guy at Winners. It was actually kind of delightful. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Like, if someone said, like, happy solstice or, like, happy Kwanzaa or whatever, like, that's pretty cool. Like, Yeah, for sure. But I feel like in our in our society, because we do live in a society, society. We live in a society where we feel like we have to appease everybody and, like, saying happy holidays is the most general thing because, you know, everybody's on their holidays. It's not wrong. It's yeah. also, like, not a new thing. Like, I don't think saying happy holidays is a new thing. Like, that's some, like, old-ass Christmas song shit. Like, people (laughs) say happy holidays. NSYNC wrote a song called Happy Holidays. Right, and there's, you, yeah, we know, we know that shit. Like, it's fine. 
so I don't know why people people just want to be mad about it because they want to be told Merry Christmas but like the world isn't centered around your like boring ass Christmas you know what I mean like it's absolutely why is it so special for you like Christmas is fantastic it's fun but also why does it matter that somebody that at the store that you are shopping at which you <laughs> right now shouldn't even be in yeah. um is wishing you a happy Christmas you know what's what I've been thinking about lately I saw a post and I meant to send it to you but it was like people like people who are like racist and like trump supporters and like anti-maskers and like super like neoliberal like white feminists have in common that they like really want to be oppressed like they really really want to be oppressed no it's so true so like i saw a post recently that was like when polyamory becomes like way more mainstream like what's gonna be our n-word and I was oh. like, yeah. And it's like, why no. do you want that? Why do you want an N-word? Why do you want to be... And why are you comparing polyamory How to like... How is polyamory <sighs> the N-word? Nobody goes up to people who are polyamorous. First of all, you can't tell... You can't like look at someone <laughs> and just like know... They're, unless they're like with all their partners. <laughs> and like go up and be like, hey, you're poly, you're polyamorous. Like that's not going to hurt their feel. What? <laughs> yeah. The, the post was like, me? what's going to be our N-word? Sense. Like they want to compare polyamory to like the oppression for centuries of black people like it's absolutely insane and they're like what's gonna be our n-word like are they gonna call us sluts and it's like why do you want to be oppressed so badly why do you want it so because it makes you feel special i think that's what it is and that's why like all these all these anti-maskers like all these you know save christmas people (laughs) all they want is someone to like feel sorry for them because they're sick of turning on the news and having to feel sorry for people who have worse situations than they do absolutely you know what like, i mean they just they like feel crazy, like angry like internalized sense of white guilt where you're just like mm, like i feel bad because a white cop killed a black person because they're racist so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be oppressed too and it's exactly. like it's just like it's absurd. Like, people want to... F- people feel as though... People who've never experienced depression want to feel that so badly. And it, it's just... It's so insane. Um, because there's never... There's never a reason to want to beyond, like, not understanding how how life-threatening oppression is um, for so many marginalized groups of people and just be wanting to feel like they well me too i've had it hard too like it's like people who are like the covid vaccine is oppression they're gonna put a microchip in us oh that is the bill gates stuff like bill gates is personally gonna come to my house and feed me a microchip (laughs) as a covid vaccine and then I don't know what's gonna and then I'm gonna be tracked for the rest of my life like I'm already tracked for the rest of my life I I, see you have a number (laughs) when you're born yeah (laughs) yeah like you have a sin number like the government knows your address you're literally posting all this bullshit on Instagram like these people are posting these things on Instagram it's like this this company knows what you like it knows what you're doing like you're not special because you you carry your motherfucking phone everywhere like oh, in that so logic, like go off the grid and live in the sewers like the fucking Ninja Turtles forever. But they can't do the that because they don't way. have multi-level marketing schemes in the sewers. So <laughs> that's so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I 
maybe oh, they do. God. Maybe that's a plot of Flushed Away I missed, but <laughs> like, oh god, we could do a whole episode on multi-level marketing. Oh, My we dad's should. ex was in multi-level marketing. We she should. sold shakes. Oh no. Shakes. Yeah, and it, they tasted like vomit, and they were <laughs> so bad. Uh, <laughs> well, so uh, yeah, what I what I would say about this one is that. I keep thinking about it like like a sketch, like a like sketch comedy. Like if somebody comes into your store and you were, are working at the store and you say happy holidays and they get mad, just fuck with them. Like I would just want to fuck with them. I'd be like, oh, and like the, I say that right now, but in real life I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry, sir. I will say Merry Christmas to you instead of happy holidays. Like I know that that's what I would say in real life, but, it, but because I have not interacted with people for many months um mm-hmm. my dream my fantasy right now would be to be like all right happy kwanzaa and they'd be like no no and you're like okay happy hanukkah and they're like oh my god no i can't take it anymore and then you're like happy solstice and they're like I, they're, they're gonna light on fire they're gonna like freak out and then get kicked out of the store it'd be great <laughs> that is so good yeah just like completely go around tiptoe around christmas as much as you can mm-hmm. as much as you can like keep ah oh, that's so brilliant that's so brilliant i think that's the best advice mm-hmm. because like, like those just... are those things and like as we talked about with the masks um that's a, a place where no one can really get mad at you for like being an asshole because if you say that you're like i was just wishing like they told me not to say happy holidays like i don't know what they're what they want like i don't and you could even be like i don't celebrate christmas like whatever yeah and and then you can't really be seen as an asshole no one can get you in trouble for it but it's like similar to the mask thing like you have kind of have the authority on what you say to customers to like wish them a good day you also have the authority on whether or not they should be wearing a mask in your in your establishment so like yeah. it's fun to like take advantage of that in, in like the small bit of power you get as a retail employee yeah you will never have this much power as a retail employee ever again like after this pandemic like if you're still doing retail as many of us will be like you it'll go back to normal so like mm-hmm. reap this reap the benefits be like fucking happy ass kwanzaa and put your mask on back way. on yeah like fuck people are so stupid i mean in the moment like it can be really jarring like just to be serious for a second it can be really jarring when like people give you a hard time or want to start a confrontation when you're literally just trying to like package up their fucking toilet paper and send them home um so package up their like 17 things of toilet paper that they're buying because they're panicking because for some reason they're not wearing a mask but they're buying like 800 things of toilet paper because they think the world's ending like make up your mind oh my god people are so dumb i would just be like yeah hey um i'm jewish and then if they have a problem with that they're a nazi the ultimate punchline yeah it's perfect perfect. you're like happy holidays and they're like merry christmas you mean you're like i'm i'm jewish i and they they what are they gonna say to that stop being jewish no that's what a nazi says (laughs) incredible incredible if they're yeah they're mad about that they look terrible yeah so that's i think that's the best that's the best way to answer that question like (laughs) come out with it be honest like yeah fuck around with them yeah that's so fucked dude like the fact that people just care that much and want to create that kind of conflict what do you have going on in your day-to-day routine 
that that's what you get so upset about? I Nothing, I think, is the answer. They have absolutely nothing going on. And so they're like, you know what? All I have to do is go buy, like, $800 worth of Walmart food that I can somehow <laughs> afford with my job of doing nothing. And then be, get mad at the people who work here for yep. wishing me happy holidays. That's their whole life. That's And then, and then they're going to go home and they're going to post on Facebook, like, conspiracy theories about why the virus is fake. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it actually, like, paints... Like, I have to laugh through this or I will literally, like, white boy out and, like, punch a hole in the drywall. Yeah. Because it's, know. like... It's so infuriating. So if I don't laugh about, like... <laughs> about, like, Nazis coming in and making, making you stop being Jewish, like, I won't be able to... I won't be able to survive this. No, no, it's it's definitely a time where if you don't have a sense of humor, you might turn to conspiracy theories. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like maybe maybe those people were us one day, but they didn't have anybody to like banter with. So then they just like <laughs> full out like did a 180 and they're like, all right, I guess I'm going to become a conspiracy theorist now and be angry all the time about wonder, the wrong like, things what their internal dialogue is i wonder if they're like oh i'm i'm a, i am a conspiracy theorist now or well, if I it's like very slow like you know slowly drinking the poison in some cases it's slow i think with these like anti-maskers and uh, like weird christmas people i think it's that they're often old people and are used to a time when this stuff wasn't happening have a hard mm -hmm. time transitioning to a world of technology and also care a lot about the economy in ways that I, I don't think we as young people in this economy understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So their opinions are very much like self-involved and like retrospective. Like they're just thinking of the past and of what things like used to be. Like when parents say like, I used to walk 800 miles to go to school every morning. And you're like, okay. Like, <laughs> but how does that affect me? Like get me a Barbie car and I won't have to, bitch. <laughs> oh man, I miss... I miss those days when I could have fit in a Barbie car because at least there was hope then. Oh, I know. I but I can't now it's just a real car and that's no fun. I don't want a real car. I don't want <laughs> no! to drive. I need a license. I need to deal with like insurance. I need a Barbie, Barbie car. Barbie car is a one-time purchase. It's so, it's one so smart. It's like a whole... The Barbie car, car is the future of, of communism. <laughs> okay, I have had because a theory for some reason for a in my brain, time. You don't need a license if you're a communist. That's not right, though. That's really bad. Go on. <laughs> I've had a theory for a long time that we should abolish cars, right? Hear mm -hmm. me out. Abolish cars and give sell them off to, like, another country. I don't know how money works. And we should... <laughs> We should use the collective money from that, that everyone, as soon as they turn 12 years old, they get their very own e-scooter. Like, they get their own rascal. Oh. Like, I like that. I saw somebody with an e-scooter the other day, and it looked really, really fun. And they're like, yeah, I used to pay for Ubers all the time, and now, like, this has already paid for they're itself. Out. And I was like, holy yeah. shit. I, I think e-scooter is the wrong word. I meant rascal. Like I don't the know ones in is. Walmart with the big basket. But that's what I'm thinking. And everyone can just drive the streets with that. I you like can that. Yeah. And you can How only How do you get far distances, though? Do you have fine. to carpool and take a bus? We can, also, yeah, we can have carpool for sure. There's still planes to get places. Okay. There's still city buses. But for the most part, you just ride your little rascal. And so the cars, when you get rid of the cars, do they kind of like go out of style like the penny did, where they just like stop producing them and then eventually no one buys them? Or no, we take them we by take force. them away. Okay. I like that. <laughs> we, we, you know how like gun people think we're going to like bust down their doors and take their guns while they cry? Yeah. Do that. We'll take your cars. guns while we're at it too. We'll be like, 
here to collect your guns and your cars. <laughs> Open up in there, Jim Boss. It's the, it's the socialist regime. We're coming to give you a rascal. We're gonna and then save. We could like weatherize the them. So you and could have save. like a, a poncho for the cold. Month. Oh, that's so cute. Mm. like those little no. things on the back of bikes that the like lucky rich kids got to ride in you know yeah. like the and stay at home dad like rides his bike and then there's like oh, a kid in the back I and they're a little be that kid oh me too so bad um and then all of the car deaths would go down we would yeah. save the planet and we would all not have to ha- have a license i love it period and we st- we take the cars by force that's that works for me. That's she doesn't change anything about my life. So that I is really my plan. Like yeah, nice. and there's still like major transportation. If like there's trains, there's planes, but there's no automobiles. We would have to add Period. better public transportation so that you could get to more remote places. But that's a conversation for another day. Better that's a conversation pu- that needs to exist and anyway. Free. Use the car money to fund the public transportation. Mm. So this is my socialist. Res- when I people really say like socialists have an agenda, that's mine. I love it. <laughs> All right. This so, has been a great episode. Um, I hope everyone, like, we'll see you in the new year. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone has, like, the most safe, comfortable holiday that they can. I think you mean can. Christmas? I think you mean to say <laughs> the most safe, comfortable <laughs> Christmas, actually? I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm, I'm kind of, like, indoctrinated in the war of, on Christmas. Yeah, and but have, I, a, have a happy I holidays. I hate Christians. I hate them. Period. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Solstice, all those great things. Um, I hope that everyone is like safe and comfortable and has a wonderful time. And I hope you don't forget about us before New Year. We will be back and better than ever after New Year's. Heck yeah. Have I, <laughs> I said heck yeah. You got yeah. it. You so got uh, it. follow us at Questionable Guidance at Morgan Drew Adams at Olivia Tharm on Instagram. You can always email us at uh, questionable, questionableguidance at gmail.com if you have any questions or any ideas for upcoming uh, topics in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. And we will be active on Instagram posting, making mm-hmm. sure you keep us in mind uh, throughout your holidays. And thank you so much for listening. And you guys have the best holiday Christmas, of course, that you can. Bye, everyone. Bye. Perfect. We were so on fire today. <laughs> <laughs>